The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. On ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real, at Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975, you can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first hour. Turned out to be pretty much all Texans. So, wasn't really the plan, but... Sometimes it goes the way it goes. Yeah. But uh, there were a lot of other games yesterday, which, by the way, Steelers up 7-0 on the football team. (laughs) So, uh, football team's out there battling. Yeah. Washington FC, as I like to call them. (laughs) All right, let's uh, go through the rest of the league. Get uh, get your thoughts on these games. Saints beat the Falcons 21-16. Taysom Hill filling in just nice. That was another one of my, my L's on the day. I had uh, Falcons plus three and a half. I, I, I can't bet the Falcons anymore. I know. I should have listened to you. I, I just, I, I, you know, they have just burned me so often this year. But with Taysom Hill, it felt like that was the... It felt like it was the right side, yep. but it didn't work out. Uh, Lions beat the Bears 34-30. You know, it's amazing what just firing a coach will do for a week. Who would have thought 64 points in the Lions game? Yeah. Well, Lions I wouldn't Bears. have thought the Bears could score 30. Yeah. But um, the Lions get didn't the Lions get shut out by the Panthers? They did, I mean, and they, they, now, they scored a whopping what twenty five against the Texans. It's wild. Uh, but uh, Matt Stafford four hundred two yards, three touchdowns. Uh, I guess all you had to do was uh, talk about trading him, and well, there you go, and there you have it. Browns beat the Titans forty one thirty five. This one was not really. As close as that it score was sounds. I mean, uh, the Browns put up 38 in the first half, and it kind of coasted. And it, they took Derrick Henry out of the game. And that's that's when, you know, we talk about Ryan Tannehill and and what's his value. And his value on the t- is way greater on the Titans than it is with a, another football team because of Derrick Henry. But when you get down, when you get up on that Titans team, I mean, it's like a it's it's like putting a turtle on its back. There's just there's no way for them to get out of it. it, it it's a uh, it's a real problem because they, they that, that team cannot come from behind. Yeah, and uh, I mean they made a valiant effort, but there was no way they were. Well, making and the a, Browns they changed up what they were. Right. I mean, the Browns let them back in that. Yeah, they, they, that final score is nowhere near indicative of no. how the game went. It was domination. Dolphins beat the Bengals nineteen to seven. Tua back in the lineup. Um, under was the play. Under that, definitely that the play. The, was, I, I think anytime you see, it, it, for a while, when you see Dolphins totals with Tua, it's probably smart to play the under. I think Tua's going to be good, but I don't I don't think he's there right now. The Vikings beat the Jaguars. They were all out to beat the Jaguars. It had to go to overtime to beat the Jaguars. But they're 6-6, six and six, and they're not out of the race in the NFC. And yet 
they don't have a game this year where I look at it and go, boy, that was impressive. Certainly not yesterday. No. I don't know. I don't know where I'd go either. Uh, Raiders, Jets. We talked about the uh, Raiders win on the uh, the deep ball in the final seconds, and we did mention this in the first hour. I just uh, that that sure looked suspicious. I'll, I'll just say that that uh, the Jets were like, wait a minute, we can't win this game. Let's blitz. <laughs> Rams beat the Cardinals thirty eight twenty eight, and. Well, the Rams are one of those teams that I just can't get a good feel for because there's one week you, you watch them and you're like, God, they're just not very good. That's another one I got right yesterday. Yeah. McVay has owned the Cardinals. And, and I've, I've been playing against the Cardinals the last few weeks and it's been paying off, so that was that was another winner. And, and Kyler Murray continues to just not be right. Like, there's something going on there. Either, and, either he's been figured out or he's hurt. Yeah. And you talk about a team that woefully underuses their best player. I think DeAndre Hopkins had, like, one catch in the first half, if that. Uh, it, they used him a little more in the second half, but, man, it, it took a while to get going to him. Um, yeah, I, and, and that 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 Arizona run game with Drake and Edmonds is, is only useful if Kyler Murray's threatening downfield. Right. And he just he's not threatening the ball down the field right now. Probably the certainly the upset of the day, the Giants going in and beating the Seahawks seventeen to twelve. That I, now, as someone who had the under, that was very great. Yeah, uh, it was really concerning about the Sea. I mean, it, it, like DK Metcalf couldn't get nobody was getting open, and I heard a lot of people uh, on Twitter and it, talking about Russ and, and Russ didn't play great, but I'm telling you, Russ didn't have a lot of help in that game either. There was just nobody's getting open. It was a really weird day. I don't know what happened to them offensively. Or maybe the Giants just said, you know what? We're we've got this figured out and they, they know something that the rest of the league doesn't. But it was a uh, it was a really odd showing by the uh by the Seahawks who have been very good, at least on offense, all year. Yeah, one thing that I'm starting to see out of the Giants is the same thing I saw out of the Dolphins last year. It's a team that seems to be getting better as the season goes on. They like head that coach. coach. Yeah, and I, I think he's doing a good job. And I, I I think you said it two weeks ago. I think the Giants are winning that division. Oh, I think so, too. Uh, and a win like that is one that none of the other guys could have gotten. Yeah, so. and if you're winning games w- without Daniel Jones, I mean, that, that says something. The, 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 the rest of this league, well, maybe the Eagles can now start at least not losing games as badly with a backup quarterback in. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> but, yeah, the rest of these teams, you go to the backup quarterback, and it's like, oh, what do we yeah. do? Yeah. Uh, there's there's some talent on this on this Giants team, and I do think they're very well coached. Packers beat the Eagles. This was the other game that I got right. Was uh, I, I took the Packers in this, and they covered easily. Well, not that easily, but they they won. I think I, I think I gave up nine. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but nine and three now, and Aaron Rodgers is having a terrific year, and the and the Eagles are just you know. Uh, it's embarrassing. Jalen Hurts finally got to play yesterday. Yeah, it had to be worrisome early on if you were betting on the on the Packers to cover a big number because it, it seemed like they couldn't get anything going. And it, you know the Eagles did it, the Eagles did what they could on defense. Their offense is just abysmal. And it, you know if you if you say that you know the, the, if you're the Eagles and you're going to go in and you're going to hold the Packers to thirty, 
You tell me you can't cover nine points on on thirty? Have you seen the Eagles' offense? I mean, <laughs> it's just woeful. And really, the the only reason that it it got to where it did is because they sat Carson Wentz, and you've got a full blown and listen. I mean, Jalen Hurts did a lot of he 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 had a he, he had a touchdown, great. But there was also some things that you saw that were like, oh, I don't know about that. So. I, I, I think he took three three sacks on 12 dropbacks or something. So the, it's careful what you wish for, but it's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be interesting what Philly does down the stretch because Carson Wentz is there. They're married to him. Yeah, like there's, there's no uh, let's just cut Carson Wentz. That can't happen. It's not it. You, what they need to do is if they're going to make a change, it's more likely they change the head coach and right. find a head coach who can get more out of Carson Wentz, which is crazy to think that dude just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I I can't see them punting on the head coach, but I can't. I think he's. I, I don't know. think he sucks, but I think uh, but there's a problem here. But you know, we we've talked about since Frank Reich left, he hadn't been the same guy. You're going to have to invest in a damn good quarterback coach yep. or offensive coordinator. Uh, Patriots. I didn't see this one coming. Just mauled the Chargers. Not even a contest. Forty-five nil. This is kind of my um my. I wish I sh- I should have played this game. I knew I knew. I always know if you go with Bill Belichick against a rookie QB, yeah, it, it always works out the same way. And I've I've chickened out. It's a time to whack uh, Anthony Lynn. It is. It's been time. I think he's just. It's not there. And the uh, the Chiefs squeak one out against the Broncos, twenty two to sixteen. Kind of a weird performance by them too. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about the Seahawks, and and no one's talking about the Chiefs one because they didn't lose the game, right? But. That that offense did not look crisp. It didn't it didn't really have the uh, the get up that it normally does. And a lot of it, I mean, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I don't think played a single snap. Um, so that that's part of it. But it, it, there was just something off yesterday with them. Yeah, and the Broncos are pretty good on defense. They are, I mean, and it's a division game. But you know what? That that's the thing we don't talk about the Chiefs as much when they don't play well because they're still eleven and one and. We see what they are when they do play well. And and no team is good enough to go through the season without a few stinkers. And this was clearly one, and they still got the win. And that's the difference. You play a stinker, you're the Chiefs, you probably win the game anyway. There you go. That's your other NFL. Feels light, doesn't it? Yeah. So we got Cowboys-Ravens tomorrow. You got two games tonight with uh, uh, the football team and the Steelers are going now and the Bills 49ers later tonight. So, uh Steelers up 7 nothing and on the goal line here about to uh, add to their lead over the football team. Uh, and maybe. Well, not that play. Yeah, maybe yeah, try to run the ball. I, the, the Bills-Niners game tonight, it, it should, be a, should be a good game. Um, I've got a bad feeling for the Bills. This de- the San Francisco defense, despite the fact that it seems like everybody on their defense has been injured all year, they're playing pretty well. And I think they'll be able to run the ball on Buffalo. I, I don't. I don't have a great. I don't have a great feel for what's going to happen in that game. Um, you know, I was hoping that it maybe it would get all the way to Buffalo plus three, but I think it's going to. It's. It looks like it's kind of stuck at two now. Uh, so it's. I, I don't have any action on it, but I, I think the Niners. Niners might. They're. They're a bad matchup for the Bills. I don't think they're a better team than the Bills. Yeah, but they're a bad matchup. I do think if you if you like the Bills, just money line it. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with the the two because how often does that come into play? I say that now it'll be twenty one twenty and you'll be mad at me tomorrow. But uh, I I mean I 
I think it's a difficult matchup for the Bills, but I also feel like the the Bills still don't really get the same respect out of Vegas that a lot of these teams do. I mean, they hell they were dogs to what Arizona, yeah, and um, you know, but I, I I don't I don't have a play on it tonight, but I I would lean Bills, but I kind of have that fear that. San Francisco might have kind of the kryptonite form, and that's does why the I'm move to Arizona influence your decision at all? No, for anybody wondering, I don't think so. No, uh, it's surprising to me that the odds have swung towards San Francisco since that announcement. But yeah, it it doesn't matter to me where they play. And Jason says the Giants' defense is legit, so the Steelers love the style of play. Yeah, I, I mean the uh, it, now. I, I, we talked about this last week. I gave you the the rundown of the offenses that the the Steelers' defense has played against, and they should be great. The Giants' defense is pretty solid. If, if, if you don't really think of it as that, um, and there's been some games like like you see, even the football team put up, you know, I think the, the football team put up twenty a couple times on them, and it's like, oh, that seems like a lot now, you know, to, for the football team to put up twenty on you. Uh, but yesterday, that, that's a legit offense that they just said, nope, not happening. So, um, like, I, I, I've been thinking the Giants are the team to beat in the NFC East. And I don't think the Giants are, like, going to make any noise come playoff time. But they, they ain't, they're they not garbage. The rest of that division is pretty, pretty much garbage. I don't think the Giants are garbage. No, and I think they're the best of a bunch of not very good teams. But I also don't think they're done improving. And, you know, like I was mentioning earlier, I think that team is getting better each week. Uh, There's no way they go in and beat Seattle week two of the season. No. And I said before, I think think Daniel Jones is good. I I think if he continues to develop, he's – I don't think he's going to be like one of the, you know, a top ten quarterback in the league. But I I think he's a serviceable player in this league and – I think he could be Kirk Cousins. This day and age, it's hard to find a serviceable quarterback in this league. So, especially in that division. All right, I got to tell you guys about Pajama Graham. You want to knock her socks off this season. Did they just hold up at the fourth uh, fourth and goal? Look at the football team. Uh, Pajama Graham, they know that you want, A, you want to get something that's going to make your lady happy. How about the gift of comfort and relaxation? That's the tempting touch PJs. Uh, The softest pajamas in the world. They're made with micro velvet. Going to keep her warm and cozy from head to toe. They're going to compliment her every curve. And if if you're not into that, they got something for everybody. They got this, they got sexy. They got cozy. Hell, if you want your whole family to have matching pajamas on Christmas morning, they've got that as well at Pajama Gram. Uh, right now, you order today, you're going to get a great deal. Free gift packaging. Save you a lot of hassle, a lot of headache. They're going to give you the present. They're going to wrap it for you. I mean, you can't beat this deal. It means you don't have to wrap a thing. Beat the holiday rush. Get her those tempting touch pajamas. Get your free gift package in a day. Before this deal disappears, just go to pajamagram.com. It's fast, it's easy, delivery by Christmas, guaranteed. That's pajamagram.com. Tell them A.J. Hoffman from ESPN 97.5 sent you. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I. Guess who's back? You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. So, uh, how uh, surprised are you that uh, James Harden hasn't shown up yet? Zero surprised. 
Well, he was strip clubbing it last night, apparently. Yeah, I saw that. And, I mean, that means even if he does come back, like, tomorrow, it's not like he's going to just go straight into practice. He's going to quarantine for a while. It, I mean, it, it's not a great look, but I, don't, I think all of us understand that James Harden doesn't want to be here. Um, and I, I don't know that that means he won't be here, but I, I think that it's, I, I think it's kind of common knowledge now that if he had his say about it, he wouldn't be here. And it looks like Tillman has said, well, I don't care. You're here, which I, I don't blame him for. Yeah. If that's, if that's, if that's the guy you want, but it is, it, it, it certainly has a feel like a guy who just but has no interest in being in this town. I uh, I wonder if this doesn't the remaining people who seem to think James Harden is worth having this this doesn't turn turn them on him at this point. But I mean I don't know I don't know how the Red Rowdies feel. <laughs> that's my that's my superstar. Okay. Uh, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. And as we said, James Harden signed a contract. Now he needs to do his job. Well, his job is put up big stats in the regular season and then fold in the playoffs. Yeah. It's and, a move. Yeah. Uh, let's try Rocky. What's up, Rocky? Hey, sports guys. Sports. Uh, Belichick said in his post-game conference yesterday, he was talking about how much um, – how many great players he's coached throughout the years and really gave a lot of props to his players. Do you guys think that ends the whole Brady uh, Belichick debate? And do you guys believe that there's a, um, there's better, there's any uh, college quarterbacks coming out that have a higher upside than Trevor Lawrence? I'll listen. No, I think Trevor Lawrence is the highest upside of any quarterback to come out in, in quite some time. Um, I, I don't know that. I, I mean, the truth of it is Belichick right now just doesn't have a he doesn't have a lot of talent on that team. Um you know, Brady went to a team that they basically turned into a, a, a meeting place for for a bunch of all stars. So it's I don't I don't know that it's the that you can say, well, that, that Brady it's Brady, not Belichick. I, I I think that I think both guys were really important to what they did. I think that in the situations they're currently in Brady's on a lot more talented team, and it shows. Yeah, I I don't think one. I thought that was Juju at Washington. Damn it! Um, no, I, I don't think one comment after a post game is going to settle that for you. By the way, no. Um, and and as far as quarterbacks with upside, I think there are. Um, I mean, Lawrence is to me clearly the best of this group, but there's some guys who could turn into very good NFL quarterbacks, and. Yeah, you know, I, I think Justin Fields is going to go very high. Uh, I know Kyle Trask's stock is going way up uh, as the season goes yeah. on, and I, I I still like the kid from BYU. Despite what happened Saturday, I think he's going to be a pretty good pro quarterback that you're not going to have to spend a really high pick on. I think he's probably middle, and Lance can talk about this more at six thirty. I think he's probably middle first, a uh, middle second kind of guy, but I think he can play. But I mean, Trevor Lawrence is is the best prospect since Andrew Luck, in my opinion. And you know, I, with Lawrence going to the Jets, what do they do with Darnold? Somebody asks, and they trade him. Yeah, I think they will trade him, and you probably can get him on the cheap. And I, I think there's still some. Uh, you know who I think he would be perfect for, and I don't know if the Jets would trade him there. 
But I, I think Sam Darnold with Bill Belichick would be very good. Yeah, I, I, I can't see them doing that. I'll, I'll, I'll throw another one out there. Wouldn't mind seeing him in San Francisco. Okay. I don't know how much of an upgrade he is. So, but if I, mean, I think he, I think he's got the potential to be better than uh, than handsome Jimmy. Yeah, and with Kyle Shanahan, you know you're going to get the best out of him, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, um, I like if he goes to Jacksonville, it's going to be more of the same. Yeah, pretty much. Well, at least Jacksonville has a little bit better offensive line, and yeah. I, I presumably a new coaching staff. Poor Doug. Murray. What about Denver? Denver would be a good spot. Um, although they still seem to like Drew Locke. I don't know why. Here's Let me give you one more. What about Dallas? Uh, that could be a real good possibility because you don't know what Dak's going to look like when he comes back. Well, Dak will be under contract, you know, unless unless they yeah, open up the purse strings. Which, you know, who knows what happens there, but that's not a bad... Uh, it's not a bad guy to have as a backup that can develop just in case something happens like that. Um, but you know, there's not a lot of places where you could say that, that don't already have somebody they think is going to be the guy. And the ones that don't are the guys who are, it's going to be the jets, going to be the Jaguars guys at the top of the draft football team, uh, football team probably is going to need one. Uh, well, I mean, you know, enough, like, you know, what, you know, Haskins can't play like it's right. Right. I, I get that you, you spent a high draft pick on him. You blew it. Okay. That, that's a Josh Rosen where you say, yeah, got that one wrong. Yeah, and somebody says Darnold to the Lions. And, and that's like, what if they trade Matt Stafford, which could happen. Could. Um, which would create another opening. The other the other one that I think is intriguing is to the Falcons. But that's a on. downgrade. It is. It is. At least initially. I mean, who knows? I, I don't know that. Again, it depends on what coaching staff yeah. they wind up with there. It's not it's not a great situation, but neither is the Jets. But we haven't seen anything of Darnold yet to make us think that he could be better than than no Matt no. Stafford, no, or Matt Ryan, or Matt Ryan. But another guy who maybe that's where you wind yeah. up. So, um, somebody says Brady Brady only has one more win than Belichick with all that talent. What does that say about Brady? I don't know that Brady. I just don't think Brady's Brady anymore. Yeah, I, I, and coaching you can keep doing. You know, quarterback it falls off. Yeah, I mean, you know that that's at some point age catches up to you. And yeah, I do think. Uh, uh, I I do think that the Patriots are playing. I mean, and he's doing a good coaching job when you look at what he's got there. And as I says, Darnold to the Colts, let Frank Reich fix him. I think that's a good a good spot. Bad spot. Yeah. And he says, no, Darnold is a successor with Stafford as the mentor. Uh, I don't think that's happening, oh, no. Lions fan. I, I think uh, uh, if, if you do. Whoever if, trades for him, there's, there's not enough time to trade him to be a, um, like a project. Like whoever trades for Sam Bradford is thinking, okay, we've Sam seen Darnold. that. Or, yeah, for Sam Darnold. They've said, okay, well, he can play. We just need, he needs to be in a better situation. Uh, I, I don't think you've got, like, because you don't have time to sit around and wait on him. Yeah, I think the Colts are. The Colts are an interesting one to me too because I think the Colts may look bigger. I think the Colts may be a spot where if the Lions trade Matt Stafford, if right. the Falcons trade Matt Ryan, um, which I still think if the Falcons trade Matt Ryan, the 49ers should be making that call immediately. Right. Because the 49ers are so close, it, it, you know, it, with the rest of their roster. You put Matt Ryan on that team, it's like, whoo. Because we've already, he, he well, and we know what he can do with Shanahan. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, yeah, that would that would be the first one. And then as a Colts fan, I like trying to get Stafford. I think Stafford would be uh, certainly an upgrade. Well, I mean, when he's on, he's he's had he's had some games this year where it's like, dude, he could still play in the oh, right yeah. system. Get some guy. Yeah, when they play the Texans, we were talking about it before, and we all bet the Texans when Galladay's out and Swift was out. I mean, he just had nothing. And, you know, I, I think that's a guy who can be a, a game changer for the right team. But there's not – and, and I, I think Denver belongs in that conversation. Denver's good enough to where if they had a guy like Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan, I, I think that's a playoff team. And, you know – so I don't know. It's it, it should be an intriguing offseason if some of these guys actually get traded. And be Godwin, trade them to the Bears, please. Uh, the, the Bears are going to have to be in the market, right? I mean, they ain't winning with Mitch. They ain't winning with Foles. But I don't know how much more you can invest in quarterback and hope to get things right. Yeah. So... That's just a there. That's a bad situation where they just locked in, they, they drafted the wrong guy, and then they went out and signed a guy that they thought would be able to bridge the gap. And now you're exactly where the Jaguars were last year with your quarterback situation. So, all right, let's take a quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Sports is ESPN 97.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on the Blitz. 713-780. ESPN is your number. So, a couple of uh, college basketball notes from yesterday. Okay. Um, I thought Texas Texas played really well against Villanova. I thought they Just turned it over up. too many times. Yeah. Uh, you, can't, you can't turn the ball over that much against a good team. Um, but, yeah, not a bad showing. Texas is good, man. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes... Shaka needed them to be good this yeah. year. Yeah, but some, sometimes a loss good. tells you that you've got a good team. Yeah. And I kind of think, I mean, because they had some good wins out there, but it's early and, you know, but but to come home and play, because I think that's a really good team. And uh, to play that well, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a good effort. I uh, also thought, uh, even though South Carolina is not what they usually are, I thought UH, considering they didn't have Sasser or Mills, yeah, that was looked a, pretty good. That was a win for me too. Uh, nervous for a while. I, I thought that defensively, I would have liked to see UHB better. Uh, and in the, in the first half, they were pretty bad on defense, and in the second half, they kind of cranked it up and and got some separation. It, it was kind of nice to see them not get out to a big lead and then, you know, hold you know, kind of give up that lead. To actually, have to play in the second half. 
But, you know, that's uh, probably your best three-point shooter and one of your best scorers that was was out yesterday, and they still managed. They've got some depth on that team. So uh, it's a good win, and I think they're uh, – I mean, I think they're a legitimate top-ten team, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's – again, I haven't seen enough. I got to watch, like I said, some of Texas and Villanova, but uh, – I haven't seen enough of the other teams yet, except for Kentucky, and I know they're not a top-ten team. Yeah. So there's that. Um, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776, if you uh, want to get in. And, um, you know, there's some there's some college football stuff that uh, I guess we could save it for 6 o'clock because, you know, I'd, I'd like to get into some of that. I think uh, – yeah, but the one coaching thing is apparently – the Urban Meyer rumors that were going around is now that he's turned them down. Yeah, and I think this guy, and this is, you know, everybody's now like, well, who, well, who's next in line? And I, I really think that it was either Urban Meyer or Tom Herman comes back. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's one thing to like to buy Tom Herman out. He's got like a sixty-something percent win percentage, like sixty-six percent. Like, you know, a lot of teams would take that. Uh, it's not good enough at Texas. It's not though. good enough at Texas, but it's also not bad enough that you're going to just fire him and pay him for you know the next three years, uh, and maybe find the right coach. It, now, if you were gonna if you were gonna pay a buyout and you knew you could get Urban Meyer, that's a different conversation, right? Because Urban Meyer is he's a proven you know proven at the highest level. Uh, there's nobody else out there available you wouldn't assume that you could get that's it, on urban Myers level the only names on urban Myers level to me nick saban and Dabo swinney and they're not going you're not anywhere. getting them no like you could get well maybe you could get let's say you're, you're pie in the sky you could get james franklin from penn state are are you sure yeah Have you seen this season are you sure uh you could get matt campbell are you certain that Matt Campbell, once you step him up to a big boy college football right. program, that it's going to translate? Well, and I think that's probably the best name you're going to get. Um, and I know, oh, they're they're preparing to offer Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen's not leaving Florida, so yeah, I, I think uh, realistically, it'll be Tom Herman again next year. Although I think what you're going to see is. I think that's the year you kind of see the total, not a collapse, but that at the end of next year, you'll be able to replace Herman. It'll be less of a buyout. Yeah. And if they go seven and get seven wins next year, because you can use the COVID as an excuse this year. And I think, you know, I think they will, but I, I just don't, I don't see him doing a $15 million buyout while they're laying off professors. Yeah. You know, there, 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 there are some certain things that where the rest of the school comes into play. And, you know, that's, uh, I, I just, I think, and I don't know that Urban Meyer really wanted to coach. I, I think he. Well, he, when you see him on TV, he sure sounds like it, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, it almost sounds like but, he's like begging for a job, but then. But then when it comes down to actually doing it, I, I just don't know. I think he starts thinking about it and it's like, eh, I got a pretty good gig here. And. You know he could go anywhere he wants. I mean, I, I there's there's very few places where they wouldn't whack their coach to hire Urban Meyer. There's yeah. maybe three or four in the, in the entire country. 
I bet I bet as much as they've invested in Jimbo, if, if Urban said, I want to go to A&M, I bet you they'd whack Jimbo. Uh, that's tough. Well, it, especially it, right now, it's tough because yeah. they, they're believing well, right now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Urban, Urban Meyer, like I said, I, I think the the list of names that you would say, I'd take this guy, and all the other BS aside, I'm saying just how good of a coach is he? I think it's Nick Saban and then him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think you could have made the argument uh, at one time that Meyer, Meyer was better. I would have heard it. I mean, for uh, for a brief moment, I would have heard it. Yeah. I mean, but he doesn't stick around long enough no. for you to know. That's the thing. He has done a very good job of developing assistant coaches, though. Mm-hmm. And and that's and he's had major success at three different programs. That's yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, he's he's it's and, well. Utah wasn't a major wasn't a major program when he was there. No, they built it he, into that. He built them he into built a major. Into he, that, yeah. he got them into the Pac-12. Yeah, and did a great job there. Did a great job at Florida and a great job at Ohio State. And you know, to me, there's just not a lot of guys who can win anywhere. I think he's one of them. I, I think I think there's two. I'm not sure Dabo's Dabo outside of Clemson. I don't know either. I mean, I think they're Dab- I mean, if Dabo went to Alabama, he'd do fine. I, I think. But I, I know yeah. Dabo, I, I I mean, we Dabo's gotten really good players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Mont says Bob Stoops. I wonder if Bob Stoops isn't ready to get back into a real coaching job. Texas wouldn't hire Bob Stoops. They so. would not. Although I don't know that it would be a, a a bad hire, but they wouldn't do it. I still don't know that Bob Stoops didn't have something that we don't know about publicly that it, there was some kind of trouble and it there's like a oh I know there had to be something for him to to walk away when he did yeah so because he just kind of one day decided ah, I think I've had enough. Yeah, that, it, no, it, no one does that in really. a very weird time. It too. was an odd time, so I, I think there's something. And I mean, it worked out with Lincoln Riley, but um, but I also think whatever it was might be uh, it might be over with now. I mean, he, he did he did coach in the XFL for five games. Yeah, so he did take a job, and yeah, I I, I have a feeling there's something really, and and maybe it's just too much conspiracy theory these days. But something really sinister that made him have to leave. So he asked, "How about Luke Fickle from Cincinnati?" I I think, uh, dude, at Texas, no way, no. What what's any different about Luke Fickle than Charlie Strong or Tom Herman? You're asking yeah. a guy to step up in in the level of competition. No, you can't take that kind of a chance. Like they, their next coach has to be a guy who's established. And has had success at a major program, and and not, that's not a knock on Luke Fickle. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, and he's he's going to get. And hell, he may but, wind up at Michigan. But in the situation they're in now, they cannot afford to, you know, buy someone and and buy someone and hope that they they grow into a great coach, because now you're going to be paying two buyouts because you already paid Charlie out. Right, you're paying Herman out. You can't take a risk on another guy from a from a smaller school. You it, you have to have someone who's who's got a bigger name, who's who's already established himself. Yeah, and I just don't think those guys are available. They're not. And if if it's not going to be Urban Meyer, then it's going to be Tom Herman. 
That's what yeah. that's the case. And, and I think, you know, I know it's frustrating for Texas fan because you see OU do well every year and make the playoffs and then get killed. Now you're seeing Aggie in fifth, and we'll get to this at 6 o'clock. This is as high as Aggie gets. Uh, bold prediction. I'm going to stick by what I said a month ago when Notre Dame beat Clemson. The four is set. Yeah. And you know, we can go through all this speculation and everything, but uh, there's almost no way. And I, I don't see Notre Dame beating Clemson a second, uh, in the, a second time. And if they don't, they're not going to get blown out. So that's it. Anybody talk about Brian Kelly at Texas? Again, Notre Dame is, I hate to say it, they're a pretty big program too. Yeah. It pays I, a lot of money. Yeah. It, it, I don't. I don't see that happening. And honestly, I, I, are you sure Brian Kelly's a good coach? Because I'm not sure. I think Brian Kelly's pretty good, but I don't know. I don't know that Brian Kelly's worth paying out Tom Herman and then paying him out the wazoo to come here. I, I don't know that he's that good. Yeah, um, and everybody's speculating on a bunch of names, guys. I don't think it's I, I, fruitful I'm to speculate. Now, it's going to be Herman. If it if it wasn't Urban Meyer, it was going to be Tom Herman. The, the boosters would have paid to buy out Tom Herman for Urban Meyer. They're not paying to buy out Tom Herman for a maybe. They're just not. And I don't blame them. I think it's the right move. Well, and, and they really shouldn't in this environment. Yeah, it, it would yep. it would not look good. And there is you know, there is some pressure in Austin to, especially now, because they're not making the kind of money that they usually make. Still good. Better than most. But... And they don't know if you're going to have fans next yeah. year either. So, I mean, yeah, I, I just, I'd, I'd be shocked at this point. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. You're listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I could explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Buzz Williams show right after us tonight. Late hits Patrick Creighton and Jason Braddock at 8. Hall of Fame, Booker T and Brad at 10. So uh, all the uh, late night local shows are here. Uh Joanne asking what bowl would Aggie get? I don't see them predicted anywhere. I would say whatever the best New Year's Six bowl. Orange bowl. Orange bowl. Or peach bowl, probably. Yeah, one of those. Um, There'll be a high pick in the... Yep. Cotton bowl, maybe. Maybe. I don't don't know what the the draft order is for them this year. Yeah, that's that's even if they have all these bowls. Yeah. Which I know they're going to try to have some of them. I think the, the, the New Year's Six bowl games are orange, fiesta, peach, and cotton. Yeah. They'll be in one of those. Yeah, for sure. Unless they lose to Ole Miss. Yeah, which... Uh, <laughs> eh, I don't and know. then, so here's the deal on on the Aggies right now. The Aggies are they're playing Ole Miss this weekend. They're scheduled to play Tennessee on the 19th. The 19th is the same day the, the SEC championship is scheduled to happen. Right. Do you think they're going to play that game? 
Um, yeah, I think they will play if they can because they want to make it look like, oh, we're, I mean, what are they now? With as many wins as you can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. So. I wonder if that ever, like. I mean, it could wind up biting them. I don't like think it Like it did will. BYU. Yeah. I mean, yeah. BYU could have just. They could have, yeah, they, and in retrospect, they probably should have. Like two days notice, pack up your stuff, let's go to Coastal Carolina. Yeah, where game day was, and boy, that, there, there were a few things that I, I, uh. It's a ballsy move by BYU. It, it, just, it was. It didn't pay off. But in the Aggies' case, nothing good can come from that game. I mean, if they barely win, I, I, I mean, again, I don't think it's going to matter because I, I think the Final Four is set. I don't see Ohio State losing. And they'll they'll do what they have to do to get them six games. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll line them up to play somebody. And uh, it's also interesting that uh, UH and Memphis got rescheduled for this week. Yeah, and now UH is also going to need a game on the nineteenth because that was going to be Tulsa, but Tulsa's in the championship game. Yeah, so I'm sure they're working the phones. Pretty weird, man. I mean, we knew it would be a weird season, but that's there's a lot going on, a lot going on. I do like when when they pull these games together last minute, though. Like I don't know who Rice plays on the nineteenth, but it'd be kind of cool if UH and Rice could get that game in. Yeah, um, just you know that'd be that's the biggest win for Rice football. Like when's the last time Rice beat a a ranked team somebody tweeted all this out yesterday it was um southwest conference days mm, no it wasn't that bad but i i mean God, i got wish i could remember who tweeted that out but it, it was pretty amazing how long it's been maybe you could find that aaron I I, i'm trying to think who it was rice doesn't have anybody on the schedule the 19th their season ends this weekend with uh uab all right well let's make this happen uh let's make it happen captain it might have been Joseph Duarte, if you could look up his Twitter. So, are you looking the last time they shut out? No, no that, the last time no. they beat a ranked team. Yeah, the last time they shut out a, a ranked team was 1970-something. 1960. 60, excuse me, yeah. That one I remember, and then there was the, you know. But anyway, let, while, we're, while you're looking at it, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the gym of the day, the Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. All right, I have an uplifting gym of the day because I think we could all use a little uplifting sure we could. in our lives, especially during the holiday season. Uh, are you a fan of the movie Elf? Yeah, funny movie. I think it's a Christmas classic. It's one of my favorites. Well, a uh, gentleman who uh, finally was meeting his biological father for the first time his name was uh he was put up for adoption as an infant by his mother and raul never knew he had a son until doug discovered a biological cousin through ancestry.com from there the cousin helped doug get in touch with his sister as well as his father in 2020 so obviously they didn't get to meet in person because of the pandemic so they got to do zoom stuff and when they finally met they in person for the first time the uh the son shows up in a Buddy the Elf uh, outfit. That's pretty good. Uh, well, the, here's a better part. It gets even better. The dad didn't know what he thought he was kind of crazy because he'd never seen the movie. Oh, okay. So guess what they watch together the first time they're together? Sounds like Elf. Elf. And uh, and now he's found his father and just like Buddy. How about that? That's pretty Now, cool. is that a positive uplifting gym of the day? That I would say that is. All right. Well, that is your gym of the day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The 
Rock Jeweler Gem of the Day. The last time Rice beat a ranked opponent, 27-14 over BYU in 1997. Wow. Mm. I was in high school. I was a junior in high school. I was nine years old. I was already old. <laughs> um, okay. And then last time they shut one out. And I think the last time they beat one on the road, though, was might have been in the 80s. Because that was the third part of the tweet. I mean, how weird of a... Like, because Marshall has been having, they had they had a pretty magical season. So, for anybody who doesn't know, this was a 50th anniversary of them uh, of of the Marshall plane crash. Uh, and then on, I think on the actual like the the actual anniversary is when they went out and they they smashed Middle Tennessee a couple weeks ago. But you know, they beat App State. They they beat Western Kentucky. They've got some like decent wins this year. Florida Atlantic, and then. You go out and and you you lose to Rice. Well, and Rice had not. They were uh, almost there, uh, so close to an unbeaten season. How poetic uh, would it have been? Go uh, ten and zero in in the uh, in the on the fiftieth anniversary of your your plane crash. It would have been like this. Mm. Cr- they would have made thirty for thirties about it. Nope, you lost to Rice. No, and you know Rice. Rice was never as good this season as I thought they were going to be. I thought they were going to be better than this, and maybe it just took them a while in the Rona to get it together. But I still didn't. Even that, I would have seen them pulling out some kind of twenty three twenty upset or something. Just a, a really odd day. Grant Wells threw more interceptions against Rice than he threw in the first seven games combined. And they had like five picks, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, Dust in the wind for Greg Williams, by the way. Well, you throw games, you get thrown. Sorry, Greggy. See, I, I would think Adam Gase would want him to throw games. I'm sure he would, but, I mean, they, they're probably just firing him to make it look like they're not throwing games. Mm. I don't think Adam Gase wants him to throw games. Adam Gase is fired no matter what. Right. And Adam Gase was a bad hire to begin with. Like, uh, Well, yeah, I, I thought why, that. Why would you let a guy fail? In, in, in your division, you saw him fail. And, and then you hired him. Like, that'd be like the Jags firing Doug Marone at the end of the season and then the Texans hiring Doug Marone. That's what it would be akin to. I think Doug Marone's better than Doug Marone. Yeah, Doug Marone had more success. I guess maybe it's yeah. not quite as no, crazy, but, but I, it'd still be crazy. But, and then the other thing is, you looked at, go look at what Tannehill did after he got away from Adam Gase. Eh, it's you, better. You knew that if you were the Jets. You knew that. I don't know. I uh, and in Jets fan, I feel sorry for Jets fan because that's the one team that I could see hiring Bill O'Brien. Oh no way! Say no way. I mean, they just hired Adam Gase. That's true. Bill O'Brien more successful than Adam Gase. So that's uh, and he's a quarterback guru. AJ coach Deshaun Watson. That's true. Just think Coached what him up. think what he'll do with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Mm. God. <laughs> I would feel so bad for it's Trevor funny, Lawrence. Like Jake Asman, who's a big Jets fan, he's been cheering for them to lose every week because he wants a new coach and he wants the first pick. Imagine that you do all that cheering for it and then you know, they hire Bill O'Brien and Bill O'Brien decides to take Justin Fields with the first pick instead of Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Or he takes that kid from BYU. <laughs> oh, boy. 
No, I, I I hope the Jets fans don't get stuck with that. I wouldn't wish that evil on anybody. All right. I already got two hours in the books. Let's uh, take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. When it comes to sports betting, sportsmapbets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over, under, and more, sportsmapbets has all the info you need to make the best play. sportsmapbets.com.